You're listening to the Save the Date podcast, where we talk all things weddings, jewellery and romance with love from Cullen Jewellery. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Save the Date podcast. I'm Noah. I'm Juliet. And I'm Josh. And thanks a lot for joining us. Today, we have a very special episode for you guys. We are discussing how to choose your wedding band with a special guest jewellery expert, Sophie, with love from Cullen Jewellery. Welcome to today's episode. We are joined by engagement ring and wedding ring specialist, Sophie. Now, Sophie has six years of experience in the industry and works with rings every single day. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We are very excited to have you on the show. So start us off. How far in advance do you want to start looking at wedding rings? I think it should definitely be one of the earlier conversations you have when you're planning for a wedding. Obviously, the more time, the better, especially when you're going something custom the last thing you want to do a week or two before the wedding when everything's getting crazy is calling the jeweler and going, is my ring going to be ready in time? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's the last thing you want to be stressing about on your wedding day. I think even here working at Jewelry, we've had a few people come in, I think at the last minute, stressing whether or not their ring's going to arrive because their wedding's on the weekend. So you definitely want to avoid that if possible. Absolutely. And there's nothing that stresses me out more on their behalf. (laughs) And And I I guess it also matters where they're based. If they're based abroad, that's also... Absolutely. You want to be factoring in, you know, are you able to go and locally pick up your ring? Um, Are you able... Do you have to get it shipped? Obviously, you know... In the last couple of years, we've really learned that that shipping times can really get thrown out of whack with no notice. So you just really want to have that buffer. I'm a bit of a pessimist, so I'm always, you know, six months, 12 months out. Get it okay. organised now so it's just, it's sitting there and it's wow. ready and yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's good to go. That needs a lot of preparation, like 12 months. Absolutely. I mean, a lot goes into a wedding, especially mm. when you have to factor in the fact that this is going to be on your hand for the rest of your life. Mm. You want to make sure that it's comfortable for you and people actually fluctuate temperature year to year, season to season. So you want to make sure that you're, you know, spending a lot of time in advance working out what's going to work for you. So, you know, it's not the, it's not a case of just walk in and pick something off the shelf. You're getting it made custom for you in your size. You want to make sure that you're, you're really putting in the time for it. Mm. Do you think people um, should actually wear their wedding ring for a little bit before their wedding just to like get a feel no, for it or is it bad luck? Yeah, I feel like it is. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> no. a little bit different. We have, we have some people that when they pick up their rings, they, they don't even want to try it on because yeah. they think it's bad luck. Um, I'm probably a little bit different in that, I'm not married and I wear rings on that finger. It's maybe doomed me. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's definitely a good idea to make sure you're trying it on, not necessarily wearing it for a couple of days at a time, but definitely try it on at different points of the day. Oh, yeah. And with at least enough time that if there is something wrong, you can get to a jeweler and get something fixed. So you don't want to be finding out day of. Mm -hmm. But also a really big tip is even if it's the perfect fit for you, day of you're going to have that awkward trying to force it on your partner's hand because you're nervous. Oh, yeah. And you're stressed out and you're sweaty Uh and you're standing in front of all of these people watching you. Yeah. You're probably going to have swollen up a little bit and Mm -hmm. it may be a little bit of a tight fit, but it's completely normal. Yeah. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. It's like the worst case scenario if it doesn't fit. Worst case scenario is get to your jeweller as soon as possible. But also if you're standing on the altar and it doesn't fit. Just smile and wave. Just put it on your pinky finger. Honestly, nobody's looking that closely. 
the photographer can always zoom out. Mm, <laughs> I wish I'd known that. I couldn't get it, I couldn't Did your get it on. stuff? No, I couldn't get hers on. So oh, she oh, just, oh, no. She just sort of did this it herself, experience. maybe. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit awkward. I feel but. like yeah. everyone's got that story of the, you know, the low chuckle throughout the crowd as mm. you're trying to force the ring on. <laughs> no one cares. No but one cares. And too big is better than too small. Too big is always better yeah. than too small. A helpful tip. <laughs> now going into the different options you have, what are the different types of wedding rings you've got to choose so from? So I guess... Broadly speaking, most jewellers will categorise into male and female. Mm -hmm. But if you're speaking in terms of style, you've got your plain rings and you've got stone set. Mm -hmm. Nice and simple. Just because it's categorised as a men's at the jewellers doesn't mean that it's only for the guys. And vice versa, it doesn't mean the guys can't get a stone set ring. Mm -hmm. But traditionally, I guess you're just talking, if it's a wedding ring, it's going to be flat. You don't want anything sitting up too high and you want to probably minimise how many claws you've got going on that are sticking up. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want it snagging on things. Mm, Very true. Now, in terms of actually choosing what's right for you, I feel like I could imagine it'd be very overwhelming trying to find which wedding band fits the best or is the best for you. Like you were saying, it's something that's going to be on your finger for the rest of your life. Where do you start? already got your engagement ring the best Mm -hmm. thing is to start thinking about is it practical to your everyday life or do you Mm -hmm. find that maybe you're in a job where you can't wear your engagement ring Mm -hmm. in which case you're probably going to want to go a little bit simpler in your design for your wedding ring a lot of people find that they don't wear their engagement ring every day but they do Mm -hmm. wear their wedding ring Mm -hmm. so you might find that going for like a nice flush simple Mm -hmm. design allows you to have something really practical that you can wear every day or maybe, you know, you work in an office and you don't mind. It's it's nice and practical for you to have something a bit more blingy and you can go kind of all out on mm-hmm. your design. So yep. you'd be looking at like two, uh, three things, your personal style, your lifestyle and your budget. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And those are like they combine to sort of pick the perfect thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everyone's going to be different on how those things combine and also what your priority is going to be. Yeah. For some people it is all about how it looks with your engagement ring. Other people are going to be, I want to be able to put it on and not think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't what are, have what to are your stress. thoughts on like vintage and antique wedding rings? Mm-hmm. Do you recommend Personally, them? it's not for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very modern, okay. modern designs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's always really nice if it's like an heirloom and something's been mm. handed down. Mm-hmm. Um, all, but also taking those stones and maybe reworking it into a design that works for you so you have that piece of family yeah. history, but then you can make it your own. Mm, mm-hmm. okay. And yeah. where do you stand like diamond, no diamond? Do you prefer having a stone? Because some people, they like, for example, they, they feature like small diamonds set into the band, either on a single row or multiple rows. I'm, I'm always a big fan of the more bling, the better. Absolutely. Are there many guys who get engagement rings? Mm. It's becoming more and more common. Um, I'd say maybe four or five years ago, wouldn't wouldn't have even been asked the question okay. in the last six months. I've had several guys being like, why why don't we get engagement rings? I was like, well, no one's stopping you. Mm-hmm. If you want one, get mm-hmm. one. That's really yeah. fascinating. What, do you, is there a reason for that? I think like it's Post-pandemic, just, people are just like disillusioned. <laughs> like I not think it's <laughs> maybe also just like a, a societal shift where, you know, guys are more comfortable doing mm-hmm. what they Wearing actually... Jewelry. Want, want as opposed to what they've been told they have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, so you think no, five years ago men wanted to wear it? That's just they. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I like to believe it. But <laughs> yeah. They wanted it, but they didn't <laughs> know that they could ask for it. Josh, yeah. did you, what did you think five years ago? 
I wouldn't have, uh, yeah, I would have never considered it to be an option. Mm. Um, but now you do? Well, yeah, a couple of guys have said what kind of engagement ring they'd get. And I, I was like, oh, you get an engagement ring. So. Mm. But would you say then they'd also get a second ring? Yeah, yeah. So most of the time, if a guy goes for an engagement ring, it then gets flipped over to the other hand oh, once they yeah, get married yeah. and just becomes a dress ring that they wear on the other hand. Yeah, cool. Okay. Mm. I think That's it's also nice. becoming a bit more common now because more power to the gals. Mm. Um, we're starting to get more girls proposing. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah so yeah. that also allows for them to be able to get engagement rings for yeah. their partners. And obviously this is also assuming that we're talking about... I think it's a very a interesting very interesting yeah. phenomenon in women yeah. proposing first. Yeah. I know my partner wants a watch instead of a ring when we get engaged. <laughs> Does he, he know it? Did you give permission to reveal that? <laughs> no, if, you're, if you're listening, <laughs> as long as the values are on a par. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to go all out so, with the watch. Yeah. But for, for a woman to ask the man, is it because a man isn't like aware of the, the dynamic? Why would he not have asked at that point? I think it's very common for guys to just be comfortable in what in where they mm, are. Yeah. Whereas Girls have always got that plan, and mm. maybe this is <laughs> over. This is making some assumptions, but uh, we definitely get a lot of girls come in with their friends, being like, "Oh yeah, we're just going to drop some hints. Oh, okay. We're <laughs> like just that. getting an idea of what we like, so we can let him know yeah. that we've been looking at." Yeah, right. yeah, yes, yeah, that's true. yeah I love and like that. especially with websites having drop the hint features now, absolutely, mm-hmm. they can yeah. capitalize. <laughs> <laughs> really get onto it. Um, now I know there's a lot of different options for metal choices as well. Talk us through options, what's best, what to avoid, Yeah, that perfect. Kind of stuff. So if you've already got an engagement ring and you're pairing something with it, you always want to match metals. Mm-hmm. So always match the carrot because mm-hmm. the lower the carrot, the harder mm-hmm. the ring is. So and that's gold, by the way. That's correct, yeah. yes, in gold. So you don't want yeah. like a nine carat wedding ring sitting mm-hmm. next to an 18 carat engagement ring because it'll slowly eat away at the 18 uh-huh. carat and yeah, it'll yeah. thin it out over the years. Like yeah. we are talking mm-hmm. years and years, but it is something to consider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you always want to be matching your carrots. Mm-hmm. If you've got platinum, you always want to be matching it with platinum as well. Yep. Um, and for the guys, if it's stone set, you want a higher carrot. Mm-hmm. If it's plain, you want a lower carrot. Yep. Because that lower carrot is stronger. Yep. You actually want that if it's a plain ring because the softer the metal, the more likely it is to dent. Mm. And how about like white, gold and platinum? I hate white gold. Okay. <laughs> I hate it with a passion. I am such a proponent. So can you tell the difference platinum. like immediately? It wears away quickly. Yeah. So when they're brand new, they look identical, and that's because white gold has alloys mixed into it. Mm. So all gold comes out of the ground naturally yellow. We add a lot of metals to it to make it white gold, and but we don't quite get it all the way there. It's still got a bit of a yellow hue to it. Mm. So we coat it in a metal called rhodium, which is sure. specifically designed to mimic platinum. Mm. So when they're brand new indistinguishable. But as soon as you start wearing a rhodium-plated ring, that plating starts to wear away and your ring starts to look mm. like trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you start complaining. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, oh, my God, my brand it's new ring quality, looks yeah. awful. Whereas platinum's going to keep that colour. Um, and it really depends on the person as to how fast that rhodium shifts. It's all to do with the pH level in your skin. For example, I'm one of the unlucky few. I get about two months out of rhodium before mine starts looking oh, like wow. trash. Mm-hmm. I just re-rhodium plated my mum's ring. She hadn't had it done for 10 years. Oh, and wow. it still kind of looked at fun. And it's also what yeah. you do with your hands as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So hand sanitizer has been the worst over the last mm, couple of years. Yeah, um, everyone with white gold has just had an absolute mm. nightmare of a time with rhodium plating. Top tip, get platinum, not white gold. <laughs> um, okay, so you, get, you have a good idea of what ring style you like. 
do you go try rings on then? Is that the next step? Absolutely. Yeah. You want to try them on. You want to get a feel for what's going to work with your ring. If you are one of the couples that do the engagement ring shopping together, start mm-hmm. thinking about your wedding band then. Oh, yeah. You want to think about them together. The oh, last yeah. thing you want to do is start looking at Mm. wedding rings and then realise you boxed yourself into a corner with your engagement ring. Yep, yep. And you're like, oh, I can't get the style that I like because it doesn't fit with my wedding ring. Yeah. Do you recommend uh, low set, high set? Is that what? Yeah, 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 definitely. So if you go for a low set engagement ring, you're going to need to curve your wedding ring to go around it. Otherwise, there's going to be a gap in between the two rings. Whereas if you go for a high set ring, you can get majority of rings sitting flush. Yep, yep. And for couples that are buying both engagement rings and wedding bands, do you recommend they buy them from the same place? Yeah, I'd always recommend, um, especially if you're going the custom route like we do at Cullen Jewelry because mm. it just allows us to guarantee that they're going to sit together and they're going to work perfectly mm. together. Mm. Interesting. It's good to yeah. keep that in mind. Sometimes yeah. you don't yeah. think of these small things. Yeah. Before. Are there any other design features that you have to kind of be aware of? when pairing the two rings. Like I know another one is uh, Parve and pairing up against a plain band and like is that something you have to consider or it's not too bad? Yeah, so um, you do encounter some designs with something called triple Parve, which is where there's actually stones on the side of the Mm -hmm. ring as well as on the top of the band Mm -hmm. and those can be really tricky because when you think about it, as soon as you put another metal ring next to it, Mm. you're starting to wear away at those claws holding the side stones. Mm. You're also starting to like scratch into those stones if they're not diamonds. Yeah. Um, So if it's like if it's a coloured gemstone, you could risk actually damaging the stones themselves. Yeah. But more commonly you're just ripping into those claws and you end up just popping stones Mm. constantly. Yeah, right. So in that case, would it be better to have two rings that have a bit of a gap so you would go the ones that can't fit together? Yeah, exactly. You'd actually purposely build a gap into it and make sure they don't sit flush. Or some people, if they really like the triple parve on their engagement ring, will actually wear their wedding ring on the other hand. Oh, mm. okay. Well, yeah. That's an idea. What are your thoughts on insurance? Do you think... Um, Definitely worth definitely? it. Mm-hmm. Most jewellers will warranty manufacturing faults, but they don't warranty things like loss, theft, mm. just everyday damage, which is going to happen. You're wearing mm. this ring on your hand for decades. You're mm. going to end up breaking it. It's mm. inevitable. Um, yeah. You spent all this money. Why yeah. wouldn't you insure it? Yeah, right. It'll be interesting mm. to see like the lifetime cost of insurance, like the average span. If it's if it ends up being worth just maybe replacing the ring instead of constantly paying insurance. So true. I think, and that also comes back to lifestyle. Personal, I guess yeah. is are you the kind of person that's going to follow all the care instructions yeah. and take <laughs> the ring off when you're short, or are you going to be that person that's like, oh, just this one time, it's fine. <laughs> I'll just leave it on while I go to the gym. Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> that's true. Um, with picking a wedding band, is it also a good idea to get resized? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Even if your engagement ring fits you perfectly, you may find that you actually want to go a different size for the wedding ring mm-hmm. depending on your finger shape. Yeah. Um, if your fingers get wider before they get to the knuckle, you may find that you want to go half a size bigger mm-hmm. or smaller with your wedding band Yeah. because your fingers actually are changing mm. shape. Yeah. You'll also find that when you get two rings together, if they're the exact same size, they'll fit tighter than they yeah. do alone. Yeah. Because the wider the ring the tighter it fits. Yeah. This is also something to keep in mind for the men's rings. Yeah. A lot of jewellers, when they're sizing you, their sizes are quite narrow, mm-hmm. but your finished ring is going to be really wide. Wow. So yeah. you actually want to account for mm. that yeah, because right. the wider rings are going to fit a lot tighter. Mm. Yeah, that's so interesting. And is there a difference in like yeah. professionally sizing it and like DIY? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get so to like a professional jeweller, <laughs> please do. Yeah. 
you can get close at home, mm. but you're never going to get it perfect. Because there are some crazy yeah. stories, people sending pic- pictures of their hands, expecting you from, <laughs> at a distance. Of hands, <laughs> a piece of string. Oh, um, wow. I've had a bit of electrical tape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the crazy stories you yeah. hear of, yeah. oh, yeah, she was napping on the couch and I snuck up next to her and just put this bit of string around her finger. What size is the ring? I don't know. So they send the string or bring it in or they they'll get a picture? They'll bring in the string sure. or they'll, they'll then measure the string and be like, oh, yeah, it's this many centimetres long. I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to do with that? <laughs> yeah, very creative. <laughs> Another good question I had in regards to this on socials recently was because you mentioned going half a size bigger because as you go up the finger, it can get bigger. But what if you're wearing your wedding band on the, like, the inner, as the inner ring? Like, so that's, like, around the smaller part of your finger. Well, I was going to yeah. ask, like, what, that, what, is there a way to do it with Traditionally, that? it's always been wedding ring first, then engagement ring okay. on top, which a lot of people are surprised by because it seems backwards. Yeah. But I think the idea is that traditionally you would walk down the aisle with no rings on. Oh, you put okay. the wedding yeah, yeah. ring on and never take it off. That is traditionally speaking. We sure. definitely don't advise that anymore. You definitely take your rings off. Okay. Um, but then you could put your engagement ring back on at, say, your reception or mm-hmm. completely after the wedding altogether. Um, in that case, you might find that you want to go a little bit smaller on your wedding ring. Mm-hmm. But then some people like to wear their wedding ring on top as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, personally, I swap rings what order I'm wearing them depending on the weather. Oh, so I'll yeah. have a full size oh, wow. difference between two of my rings. Mm. And if it's really cold, I'll put the bigger size on first and put the smaller mm. one on on top mm. to kind of act as a stopper and stop things falling mm. around. Vice versa, when it's warm, put the bigger size on the top and I've just got that's a little really bit more smart. room. Yeah. yeah, that's really a, yeah. It's a good yeah. way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you have to be a little bit crafty like that if you're one of the unlucky few that changes a lot during the season. Some people yeah. will only fluctuate half a size to a size. Yeah. Other people will change two or three sizes from winter yeah. to summer. Also, if you live somewhere where the weather drastically changes, you've mm. got to get a little crafty with it. Yeah, right, right. And that way, does the engagement ring style affect if you can put it first or second? For, like, for example, like a trois mois. Trois can get a little bit more difficult mm. stacking rings next to them and you really have to think about that when you're designing them because mm. obviously if you go low set, you've got to think about that and mm. if you go, if you need to build a curve into it, that's obviously going to affect which side mm. the ring can be on because it's going to oh, have yeah. to be on the same side you yeah, built it yeah. for. Yeah, right. Mm, yeah, I never thought about that before. That's a good one. Now, most popular wedding band styles have you seen a trend recently in what people love? <laughs> I would say Parve is always mm-hmm. a solid go-to. Yep. Um, whether it's going halfway around the band, two-thirds. Full Parves seem to really blow up recently. A lot of celebrities yep. have been walking around with the full Parve. Yeah, so right. stones the entire way around. Um, the, uh, they're more expensive, right? They are yeah, more expensive. They're, stones, they're yeah. also more prone to damage. Mm. Mm. And, and you can't resize them. And you can't resize them, <laughs> yes. So it's like a trifecta. Um, of yeah. They're beautiful. I don't think that they're the most practical item and there's a reason that celebrities are the ones that are wearing them mm. because they've got other people that do all the work for them yeah. and they don't have to lift a finger. Whereas if you're planning to live your daily life, you're probably going to find a full parve. It doesn't work as well. Mm, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, right. Alrighty. That's an interesting point. Mm. Um, how do you figure out how much you want to spend on a wedding ring or is there a kind of like average amount people usually go for? Because for engagement rings, there's a whole stereotype. Six months yeah. pay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets yeah. Three, three months, months or something like that. Three yeah. months, six months. It's I crazy. mean, the good thing is 
they're almost never as expensive as the engagement ring yes. was. <laughs> and you're doing it together with your partner. Yeah, right. there's, a, there's less secrecy involved so you can yeah. have that conversation. But it's also important to remember, you know, this isn't something that you want to skimp on. Mm-hmm. It is something that's going to be on your hands for decades. Yeah. So the quality is important. Yeah, right. Um, and also what kind of stones you go for is going to impact. So I'd say talk about style first and then set realistic boundaries. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you made a good point about it is something that's going to be on your hand for a very long time. So you don't want to be skimping on the metal but then there's a way, there, there are ways to make the ring last longer, like cleaning your ring and taking care of it. Absolutely. And definitely if your jeweler gives you care instructions, mm. they're not saying it for fun. Yeah, like a, regular, <laughs> yeah, a suggestion. Are, right? They're, they're, they're recommending it for a yeah. reason. Um, rings aren't designed the same way they were for our grandparents, so we shouldn't be wearing them the same way our grandparents were. Rings these days are a lot more minimalistic, um, and thin, so we want to be taking care of them. You know, rings of the past where mm. you put it on, you never took it off again. Yeah, rings now aren't designed do to we, do that. Do we miss those days? <laughs> I think some people do. Um, I certainly don't because okay. I don't like how the rings like, looked like, back yeah. then. They were chunky, <laughs> and they, in, in my opinion, not very, very nice to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's just about being realistic. You know. If you bought a really expensive pair of shoes, you're not going to wear them the same way you wear your cheap $10 runners. Mm. Yeah, that's good. You, know, that's you good spend analogy. a lot of money on it. Yeah, right. You want to take care of it. Yep, yep. And you mentioned just then about the thickness of the band. Mm-hmm. What's the minimums? <laughs> so it does depend on your ring size. Yep. Um, we always say if you're an Australian size O or above, you mm-hmm. don't want to go any thinner than a 1.8 mil band. Yep. If you are one of the smaller girls, you can go with a 1.6. I'm not a big fan of them. Yep. I think it's it looks really cute, but it's not practical. Save yeah, that right. for your dress rings. Yeah. Your wedding ring, you want it to be a little bit thicker, a 1.8, mm-hmm. maybe yeah, even a 2 reliable. mil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then obviously with the guys, you know, the thicker the better. Yeah, you know, those, yeah. The big chunky wide, what's called a cigar ring is mm-hmm. becoming really trendy at the moment, which we're really happy to see because they're yeah. something that's going to last. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to our next question, which we kind of touched on a little bit. What's the best care tips for your ring? Like what advice would you give to someone like about caring? Toothbrush. Yeah, how do you care? How do you make sure the <laughs> so ring will last? My best advice for the girls, if it's something that you think I'm going to chip my nail polish or I'm oh. going to break a nail, your ring shouldn't be doing it. Oh, that's a good one. If you're gardening, like doing the dishes, going yeah. to the gym, take it off. Yeah. We also advise that you don't wear them in the shower yep. or to bed. Mm-hmm. The reasons are when you wear it in the shower, everything that you're washing off your body and off your hair is going straight into the setting oh. and it's just getting stuck there. And yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. And the reason we say don't wear it to bed is because those tiny little claws that are holding all your stones in all mm-hmm. it takes is getting snagged on the sheets as you roll over mm. and you risk snapping something. Yep. Um, it's always best to be overcautious. Yep. Um, and also one that a lot of people don't think of and something that I didn't think of until it happened to me, carrying heavy shopping bags. Oh, I actually my. bent my ring out of shape. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. Just because That's... you're putting so much stress on your hand mm. and your fingers start crushing together and you actually yeah. mis- misshape the band. Yeah. Um, and it happens so easily because we don't think about what we're doing with our yeah. hands every yeah. day. Um, so, yeah, 
caution so is how, always how would, good. How would you avoid that? Taking off your ring before you take pick I up think the shopping? Get, I think your husband should have to <laughs> <Pick up the laughs> carry, <shopping. laughs> carry all the heavy stuff. I think that's completely reasonable. But Check also out. a good way to avoid that is going that slightly thicker band so it's got a bit more strength to mm. it. Yeah. You also can go a thicker band. You don't have technically have to go width, you can go with height as well. Mm. So you can provide a little bit extra strength without it visually looking much different mm. as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of cleaning your ring? Cleaning. You want to be, you can clean it at home with just at home cleaning, jewellery mm. cleaners that you can get from most jewellers or also just a, a mild detergent. Mm-hmm. Um, basically just whenever it looks like it needs it. Yeah. If your stones are starting to look a bit sad or if there's something caught in the claws, just give it a good clean at home. Yeah. And then we always advise that every year, year and a half, take your ring back to the jeweler that made it and get it fully serviced. So that yep. includes cleaning, checking that everything's good to go. Yeah. Um, if you've got a big event coming up, up, you can get your band polished as well. So it's, yep. you know. And they can tighten like loose stones as well. Correct. Mm. Yes. And it's a lot easier to tighten a setting than it is to replace a stone. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was kind of my next question. Like, what happens <laughs> if. You do accidentally bend it out of shape or lose a uh, parve stone, and or it something. is inevitable. Yep, it's quite common. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Everyone has. Everyone who wears jewelry has a story of that that one time yeah, that they yeah, did it. Yeah. Um, pop in and see your local jeweler, or if you can get it back to the the jeweler that made it, is mm-hmm. always the best option. Um, and yet the. They'll be able to help you out. Yep. There will be a solution. <laughs> Don't try and do a home job. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> have a bent ring. <laughs> like super glue or <laughs> the, I, Oh, yeah, I just, I, just got a bit of pl- I just got a pair of pliers out yeah. and I just reshaped it. I, I glued it. the it, stone it back now. in. <laughs> um, the, the things I've seen. <laughs> Don't do it. Some warning. Don't do it. <laughs> and I guess this kind of leads on to our next question as well. What are the worst mistakes, ring mistakes you can make? And or what's the worst you've seen? <laughs> oh gosh, the worst I've seen. Um, definitely, definitely at home repairs. Yep, they it just brings horror. What do yeah. they tell you? Like, I did this. Can you fix it now? <laughs> A lot of people's favorite is it just happened. Oh, <laughs> it wow. got caught. Just, I just I looked down and it was like that. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> Always tell your jeweler the truth because yeah. nine times out of ten, they just want to know the story. Mm. Yeah. They just want to know. <laughs> Honestly, some of the stories that I've heard, I'm like, thank you so much for telling me. I never, like, Life-changing. Yeah, and like, you know, sometimes we'll be looking at rings going, we'll be theorising trying to yeah. figure out mm. how it happened and someone will be like, oh, yeah, I got it caught in the blinds cord. And you're like, huh, I never would have thought of that. Yeah. And now I think of it every time yeah. I go to blinds. I'm yeah. like, keep the rings away yeah. from the cord. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, gentle. <laughs> What's the difference between an engagement ring and a wedding ring? I would say probably just when did you get it? Yes. Did you get proposed to with it? Mm-hmm. It's your engagement ring. Yeah. For some people, the difference is Price. the center stone. Center stone. Does it have mm-hmm. like a large focal point? Mm-hmm. That makes it an engagement ring, but other people know that that's not practical for them. So from the very beginning, they've gone with a flat band. Mm-hmm. It can still have stones set in it, but it sits flush. Yep. And that is their engagement ring mm. from the get-go. There's also a lot of people that skip the engagement ring and just have a wedding ring. Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. With yeah. the stone. Yeah. Yeah. Or okay. vice versa. Mm. They yeah. got the engagement ring. They were happy with that. They never got a wedding ring. Mm. A lot of guys will also not bother with wedding rings these okay. days, especially oh. guys that work in trades. Yeah, right. Because they're like, well, I can't wear it to work. Yeah. We're not really going out people. 
Yeah. I, I bought this ring so I'd have something on my wedding day and then I've never worn it again. Yeah. My dad has a ring that's been in a box for 30 years. Wow. Yeah. He wore it on his wedding day and it's never yeah. been worn since. Yeah. Wow. So in that situation, would you kind of just recommend to people more of a dress ring then? Like Absolutely. not an actual like high quality piece? Yeah. And like there's still a lot of options. There's a cheaper metal options so you yeah. can still get the same styles mm-hmm. but you don't have to go gold platinum you can get things like silver titanium tungsten oh, yeah. they're all really inexpensive materials but yeah. still look fantastic carbon yeah. fiber is also becoming really yeah. popular yeah and they're all quite durable as well absolutely like, yeah yeah because even if you don't wear it uh it's still a good like symbol and a memory and absolutely know, it's nice to have like it yeah thing. yeah that's very true mm. So like 30 years later, that guy would check the box, see the ring. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sophie. Your input was very much appreciated. Definitely. I hope everyone learned something new. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Mm-hmm.